Hello, this is TIFN reporting on day two of the Russian invasion on Ukraine. All information in this episode will be as of 10 p.m. EST, and things may change as I produce this. Ukraine is still under invasion, as expected, and as also expected, today has been a big day. Russia has captured the Hostomel airport, previously defended by Ukraine, which fell early Friday to what Russian claims was over 200 helicopters descending on the airport. Russia also claims to have captured Melitopol, a large city populating over 150,000 people in the south part of Ukraine near Crimea. As of minutes ago, Ukraine have just fought off an attack on Victory Avenue as attacks push into Kiev. Ukraine has also shot down a large plane carrying paratroopers near the capital. This cannot be confirmed independently, however. As I am producing this, reports of Kiev attacks are coming in fast. There have been over 50 reported explosions and machine gunfire, and a Fox News foreign correspondent says the capital is under attack right now. This follows news from early Friday reporting the first missiles heard in Kiev. An airfield in Vasilkiv is being fought over, and intelligence think it could be used as a springboard for Russian attack on Kiev if it fell. UK intelligence says that the Russian invasion is not going entirely to plan. They say Ukraine have killed over 450 Russian soldiers, and a video was released from the Ukrainian president alongside top officials stating he is to remain in Ukraine and Kiev. In another video at 22.35 GMT, Zelensky says Russians are ready to storm Kiev. He says that Kiev will be invaded in the coming hours. Quote, this night will be hard, very hard, but morning will come. This night, the enemy will be using all available means to break our resistance. This night, they will launch an assault. This night, we must persevere. The fate of Ukraine is being decided right now. End quote. Putin again called on Ukraine to surrender, saying they must prepare for a very hard night. NATO, in a statement today responding to this invasion, condemned all actions of Russia. Early in the day, President Putin sent a video calling for Ukrainian people to overthrow their own government as a direct call for a Ukrainian military uprising. He sticks with his saying of, surrender and then we can talk. A Western official says this, What began as Putin's war of choice has become his war of necessity. My fear is that in order to win this conflict, he would resort to any means necessary. End quote. With the new attacks comes new sanctions from all over the world. Boris Johnson said early Friday, the UK will introduce sanctions against Russian President Vladimir Putin and Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov imminently. Sanctions on Putin and Lavrov have been confirmed by the UK and EU, where the UK will ban Russian private jets from its airspace. Other nearby countries, including Poland, followed suit. Hours later, the White House announced its plan to join in new sanctions. The White House says swift sanctions are possible still and has still not been implemented them despite being called on to do so. However, no country has done this yet. Where EU and UK will not travel ban Putin, the US might. We've never taken that off the table and I'm certainly not taking it off the table today, said White House Press Secretary Yen Saki in a briefing early Friday. Later in the day, as I write this, the US has unveiled an 86-page document outlining curbs on Russian exports. Later in the day, and as I write this, the US has unveiled an 86-page document outlining curbs on Russian exports. The U.S. has also started to introduce sanctions against Russian President Vladimir Putin and Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov. A newcomer to the game, Canada, imposes sanctions on Russia as well. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau announced sanctioning Russia for this, quote, barbaric war. In a U.N. meeting Friday, 
Russia vetoed a draft resolution that would end its Ukraine invasion. In a vote out of numerous countries, Russia exercised its power to deny the plans as it will maintain its seat in the UN. President Zelensky's spokesperson said that the country is ready to discuss peace talks and hold a ceasefire, and minutes later refutes claims of rebuffing the Russian offer to explore peace talks. Ukraine and Russian officials are currently discussing a time and place for talks to be held. Ukraine is still separating men between 18 and 60 from fleeing families, keeping them to fight for their country. The Ukrainian government and military have given out over 18,000 weapons to its civilians, and makeshift compounds now include military soldiers and civilians fighting, where they stand ready for an attack. The UN has also begun scaling up operations to aid civilians affected by the invasion. As of now, the number of 100,000 fled has not changed, and the Biden administration asked Congress to approve $6.4 billion, or £4.8 billion, in aid for Ukraine. NATO has also been organizing the movement of tens of thousands of troops to neighboring countries around Ukraine and continues to support Ukraine from outside. Georgian protesters met in the capital for the second night to protest the Russia invasion. This comes from a previous discontent with Russia after they invaded Georgia in 2014, and the protest started because Georgia refuses to impose sanctions on Russia. Russia will be excluded from multiple sports, including a huge football tournament, and will no longer host this year's Formula One race. To end on a more inspirational note, countries in Europe have lit up famous monuments and structures in Ukrainian colours. These include the London Eye, the Eiffel Tower, Rome's Colosseum, Brandenburg Gate, Nelson's Column, and Fisherman's Bastion. Pictures of all these are definitely on the internet and on our social media where you can see them. Stay tuned to TIFN Network for continuing coverage of this invasion and find all links to articles and social media below this episode. I'm Isaac Routon with TIFN News.